Hello, EKN Nation. How are you? My name is Rob Howden. That's David Cole. Uh, another live edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN YouTube channel. It is uh, Friday, March the 19th. David, another week uh, is done. They're racing a cup in Florida and in, and in New Orleans this weekend. A lot of racing still going on, but this show is not so much about a debrief. It's not an outlap. We're talking about everything that's hit the, the uh, homepage on eCarding News. This week or slash month in karting is exactly <laughs> what this show is. Uh, again, a busy month. I was gone at two different events. I think almost three that uh, since our last show, and so it's been uh, it's been a chaotic uh, month, but uh, yeah. uh, an interesting and fun month uh, as well. So, yeah, a lot going on in the on, in the in the world of, of karting as well. As we know, a ton of racing has happened, and a lot of times in the this week in karting shows we do at the start of the season. And those of you who have tuned in before, you know. Uh, that a lot of the stuff's just about schedules. This race, that race, especially with COVID-19 postponements, a lot of stuff that we had last year. Now, Dave, we're, we're start, finally going to start getting some racing going, right? It's not so much about schedules. This particular show will have more information like that. Sooner or later, we're going to talk more about news because the season's really getting ready to go. Well, that's what it is. News items, which and schedule is a big part of it. Yeah. You know, industry news, things that are happening within the industry, uh, things that are happening with series and different programs and different manufacturers. So, and, and, and even race teams as well too. So just, just any type of news items that kind of come across and, and, and hit our, 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 our website or, or things that we see that, that are happening within the sport. Indeed. So folks, this edition, uh, episode number 32, as I said, it's March the 19th, this particular edition of the show presented by a max racing. AMAX Racing is an operation focused on driver development for carters of all ages, uh, from top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals. AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on top of the podium. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under one tent. Now, David, you... <laughs> We kind of beat up on each other because we call it this week in karting. Yeah, the last one was February the 10th, so it was over a month ago. I, it could be this month in karting, but I just feel like our shtick of doing it once a month, is, I'm still calling it this week, is the way to go. Yeah, it's kind of like an SNL skit, right? You know, we have like the recurring character that comes <laughs> back and forth, and, and that's kind of what this show oh, is. And, and it's just, you know, again, it's just based on on schedule. I mean, really is what it boils down to. You're in Canada. I'm in Michigan. We, you have your own life. I have my own life. And we have all the work that goes on. <laughs> yeah. And then we try and add in this live show that you want to do. Because, again, I never wanted to make it live. You wanted to make it live. I think it's awesome. So I love it. It's great. It's fine. And, and we can talk about things. But I'd much rather on a Friday at 3.50 p.m. be watching the NCAA tournament that's going on right now. Well, you can turn but it on the, the side. Oh, it's on. Oh, yeah. I just watched Texas Tech beat Utah State. So, okay. yeah, it's on in the side. Right. I can multitask. You, on <laughs> the other hand, that's a challenge. I mean, that's that's like looking at a squirrel as you're going down the front straightaway. Easy right? now. Easy <laughs> now. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> this was my idea. I like it. The thing about because I, I, I wanted to get this on YouTube. And uh, if it, we either go live and it's we do it for an hour to 90 minutes or you're doing all the, the, the post-production anyways. I'm thinking about you here, David. Yes, yes. You. Yeah, I, I I, concur that, yes, it's easier to do this live on YouTube. Yes, it's very much so. But I just, I'm just more of a podcast guy. I like to sit in my, in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah, my pajamas. <laughs> and just chit chat. I mean, actually, you know, did an interview with um, Greg Welch of Four Direction Motorsports and at the uh, USPKS Ocala to do a, an upcoming uh, article that we're doing. And I, I kind of felt a little more comfortable just sitting there talking and not having to, you know, look at the camera and do all the all the production right? stuff. But it's it's the progression of what our our website has definitely grown to over the last uh, 16, 17 years. Let's uh, let's grab the shout out from Austin Jurors Racing. Big hello, Austin Jurors Racing. Yeah, well, he uh, he finally got the uh, the bad luck off of his back uh, and got uh, on the podium at the USPKS. Yeah. So. Uh, Good, uh, good weekend for him in Ocala. I'm sure he'll be among the front runners when we get to uh, to Newcastle next month. 
Uh, as you know, folks, this show, This Week in Carding, not only will it be here on YouTube, we'll take the audio, we'll turn it into a podcast that'll be on the ECAN radio network and on, on all the uh, the podcast platforms where we stream the podcast and you're, where you can subscribe and download podcasts. So you may hear some kind of podcast feel when I uh, cut to commercials, that kind of thing. Just better for David for later on when he's doing editing. Uh, David, let's jump into this thing right now because one of the big pieces of news that actually hit, we didn't know it was coming, Supercarts USA announcing incentives uh, for the Pro Tour uh, for their 175 and Pro and Master Shifter categories. David, this is big. So here's the, here's the t- here it is, folks. If you don't own a, an IAMI SSE 175 right now and you commit to the entire Pro Tour and the Supernats in Masters or, or Pro Shifter, they'll waive the entire price for a, a new engine package, brand new engine package, as long as you sign up. If you already own an SS 175, uh, a shifter, the IAMI shifter, and you you can commit to the entire Pro Tour and Supernats. Your entry fees are waived for the for the thing, for the whole program. David, that's that's a pretty big deal to get guys going racing here in the Shifter program with Supercarts USA. It is. That's you know again the the focus is helping to grow back the Shifter categories within the program because as we've seen at the at the Winter Series, there weren't a lot of numbers there. So this there's this is one way of doing that. Uh, you know, and they've been pushing out a bunch of video on, on yeah. social media talking about all the different drivers that are going to be there. I think the addition to it is what they're going to do purse wise, because this is something new, <laughs> not never really something new, but it's good to see that they're going to do $4,000 per round for a purse for both pro shifter and master shifter. That's master the new shifter. part. It's the yeah. master shifter that we had not seen a purse be done for or be used uh, in this category. So $2,500 to win just on one day. Yeah. So if you win both days, that's a five grand uh, weekend for you in either of those categories. Yeah. And it ends up being what? 2,500 for first, 2,000 for second, 1,000 for second, 500 for third, 48 grand cash purse for the pro for the, for the pro and master shifter classes. If there's, if that incentive is what is needed, they've definitely dropped the hammer. And then if you don't have an engine, all you got to do is sign up for all the races. You get an engine. If you have an engine, all the races, no charge. So I, all told, that's that's a pretty awesome deal. Yeah, there's teams and engine builders that have the engines, and that's the direction you can go with if you if you don't have one because you can yeah. go that way, or you know, or if you do own one, uh, you know, you get to race for free. I mean, that's it's it's either way, it's a good promotion uh, to get people on board and and racing uh, at the program. So it'd be, but again. You know, KZ is still part of the both categories. Yeah. We'll see the drivers. You know, obviously, I think those who are who've already committed, I, I, you know, a good handful are going to be on KZ engines too. So we'll still we'll still see a good mix of that uh, when we get when you get down to right. uh, Noller Motorsports uh, next weekend. Now, look forward to that. Uh, cool thing here is we're, we're obviously talking about the Pro Tour and the super the super nationals nice to be able to talk about the super nationals again we look forward to hearing more information what's going to happen potentially uh, for the super nationals here in 2021 that spins to the next piece of information on this edition of this week in carding david uh rotax actually setting the uh grand finals location for 2021 in bahrain uh, disappointment obviously for this year's event in january getting canceled uh now we're looking at, at bahrain the bahrain international carding circuit david uh, what is the actual uh, do we have the actual date for that event? Yeah, December December 3rd through the 11th, 2021. Nice. Uh, that'll be uh, when the event uh, heads to Bahrain. Uh, again, you know, last year it was scheduled for, um, where was it? Brazil? No, not Brazil. That was the World Port- Championships. Uh, um, Portugal. Portugal. I think it was Portugal. That's yeah. where they, I think they moved it. They moved it too. That's right. Yeah, because I, I, I think it originally it was in Bahrain for last year. Or was then, it Brazil and they moved it to Bahrain? No, no, it. Brazil was 2018. That was the World Championship. That's see, we're <laughs> getting confused. So I think it was originally scheduled for Bahrain uh, for 2020, and then with all the COVID situations, they moved it to Portugal because it was going to be closer and centrally located for for the factories. So it wasn't such a longer uh, um, ch- cost for logistics yeah. and everything like that. And then, of course, it got moved to January, and then January, uh, obviously, uh, the COVID restrictions kind of tightened up for Portugal, like we're seeing in Italy right now a little bit, um, where they had to cancel the event. So uh, Bahrain, that'll be the first time that the event has ever been there. It's been to the Middle East a few times, but uh, this will be the first one in Bahrain. So 
you know, USA drivers, get your passports ready. <laughs> That's it, right? December 3rd to the 11th, as David said. And of course, there'll be lots of Rotax racing throughout the season here where you're able to uh, get yourself qualified and get a ticket to be part of Team USA or Team Canada. All right, folks, uh, thanks for joining us here on this edition of This Week in Cardiff. First break in the action. Stay with us. Uh, we'll have more to come. Lots more to talk about here. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. So, as we jump back into this edition of This Week in Karting, Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Is that yep. okay? Get just a little bit of longer pause next time. That's all. <laughs> yeah. The, the producer. So, you should be in my ear. I did, I did. I was just going to type that out, but oh, I, yeah? I was trying to do a su subtle signal to you. All right. All right. <laughs> Will you give me one of these? I did. <laughs> Stretch it out. Stretch it out. All right, next time. Uh, yep. Let's start with the uh, Texas Sprint Racing Series, David. Uh, they're actually on track right now. <laughs> they're practicing as we speak down at NOLA Motorsports uh, for their first round, which will be called the Winter Warm-Up. And, David, essentially the event happening uh, the week before the Scusa Pro Tour Winter Nationals and a ton of drivers. Uh, I want to say hundred over 170 pre-entries when they came into the program. But, yeah, the Texas Sprint Racing Series kicking off their 2021 season. This program began back in 2015, sanctioned by both Supercarts USA and the International Kart Federation. David, they've lined up $50,000 prize package uh, over the 13 categories. And we actually have the full schedule of the uh, of the events they're going to this year. Yeah, if you look there, as you already mentioned, NOLA Motorsports Park up there on the upper left, uh, where everybody is at this weekend. Today, everybody's getting into practice for today. Uh, so that is the winter warm-up. Uh, the next event will take them down to the over to North Texas Carter's facility. That's the one on the middle left there uh, for the spring roundup on April 16th through the 18th in Denton, Texas. Uh, and then go down to the Speed Sports Racing Park on June 11th through the 13th. That'll be the summer shootout. Uh, maybe possibly some night racing. You never know with oh, Texas so. being in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, and then July 23rd to the 25th, up there on the upper right, you'll see the new Carp Moto facility at the uh, Motorsports uh, Ranch facility in Crescent, Texas. 
Uh, that'll be the Midsummer Mashup on July 23rd to 25th. And then the series finale or the fall finale will take everybody to the Amarillo Cart Circuit in Amarillo, Texas on September 10th through the 12th. So five solid, five solid racetracks, five solid weekends of racing for the, uh, the Texas or the southeastern part southern part of the country uh you know oklahoma drivers go there you know anybody in the in the upper or lower midwest uh has the opportunities to go down and, and compete so uh you know the the program has certainly gained momentum year after year yeah just, just a really good series and, and again texas is one of those places where they've got some great facilities you mentioned the tracks new tracks legendary tracks like denton uh, new facilities as we said like uh, like speed sports racing park and just a really it's a it's an expansive area the one thing about racing in in, uh, in texas it's almost like racing up in ontario where i'm from you got to drive two three four hours sometimes to get to a racetrack because it is quite a quite a, a ways otherwise uh, a great group of teams and a great group of drivers as part of that program david we talked a bit about the money getting kicked up by supercars usa for the pro tour this was this particular news piece a little bit later in our this month in karting because you were just at the uspks event but we talked about it in both the outlap preview podcast and the debrief race report podcast that the uspks confirming their 2021 season prize package and their x30 uh senior cash purse you were there david huge money getting out there as well same five thousand dollars up for grabs and x30 pro yeah, again, this is a weekend purse program that the USPKS has. So it's based on main event points for both the X30 Pro and the X30 Junior categories. Uh, as you said, five grand to win. As you see in the picture here, Connor Zillage was able to score that uh, this past weekend in Ocala. Second place was a $2,500 check that went to Ares Dumejian. And then third, a $1,250 to third place. And that was Mateus Ramirez. All three drivers also receiving a, uh, a set of MG tires to to use. Uh, the junior category, twenty five hundred to win. Second was fifteen hundred, and then seven hundred and fifty dollars for the third position. And uh, and again, championship points and battles on the line. Uh, you have an international final tickets that are going to be held out or given out throughout the year or at the end of the year, along with IME engines, IME kits, yeah. uh, their USPKS winter circle program, MG tires, and a lot more products uh, for the championship uh, uh, banquet or, or prize giving that they have at the end of the year. Yeah, a little harder to win prizes when there's 293 entries. What, a, what an unbelievable entry total to start off the season for USPKS. It is. Yeah, it definitely, you know, and you have LCQs for the first time. So even getting into the main event uh, is a challenge, as you see with our, our YouTube video that we just posted today. Austin Osborne was able to give us a little glimpse into uh, the K100 senior LCQ. He was able to go from 25th up to fourth. I haven't seen in, that yet. I want to see it. 15 laps. So I, I had to talk to him after he recorded it because he had it in the square format. I'm like, bro, Come on, nobody can put that up on their TV. It's not it's not Rookie. tube TV anymore. So <laughs> he has he has no idea what he's doing with the GoPro. So I got him set up for uh, for any future videos that he he might do or provide for us. Good man, but yeah, bottom line is just a fantastic prize package for the USPKS, and obviously uh, the racers and the teams uh, are then coming coming in droves. Right, they see it, and they want to come and win that money, which is great. Um, all right, so another break of the action, folks, here on both uh, our YouTube channel and on this podcast. Stay with us. More to come. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, 
and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to This Week in Karting here on YouTube and on our EKN podcast program as well on the EKN radio network. Rob Howden and David Cole. How was that David? Better? Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Remember, good I can see I can see you when you stop talking. So good transition. Just make it, sure was good. it was better. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> working on it. it's kind of like going from the oval to the road course, like something we're going to talk about in a little. There bit. it is, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Here's something that's really <laughs> something that's really cool. Uh, Segway. <laughs> that was good, David. I was impressed with that. Uh, big race coming up, of course, at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the WK Charlotte Karting Challenge in the middle of April. Uh, we're going to be there. I mean, we, meaning David's going to be there, but the the, uh, the WK Vega Road Racing Series announces their track uh, at Charlotte uh, Karting Challenge. David, bring that one up because it's a pretty good looking racetrack here uh, for this particular, this is the layout that the WK uh, has laid out for this one here. A little bit of chatter though, David, as soon as it went up, I know that you uh, kind of dropped me a message and said, oh, here we go, social media. People are jumping on it because some people, depending on the category, love this layout on the Roval at Charlotte. Some were hoping for maybe a little more technicality. Well, we'll leave this up there so we can kind of explain what uh, what the situation is. Now, two years ago when we first went there, the Manufacturer's Cup Series was actually there, and they were using the sections that include turns three, four. There's a straight line between two and seven, eight, or five and six, and then that little – the little horseshoe uh, little section in there that's not highlighted in yellow. That was all the sprint tracks. So that was, that was where they did. And then the road racing guys use that little section that's uh, inside a turn one there. And they had like what was considered maybe like a street race, 180 degree corner, which is not something you typically see road racing. So really easy to lay down enduro. <laughs> not at all. Not even in a sprint enduros. Those guys were even struggling getting bicycles and, and everything like that. So, you know, thankfully, you know, the, the facility repaved the sprint track that's in between the NASCARs three and four. So Manufacturers Cup has moved over to that sprint track area and last year and will obviously be there again this year. And so last year they used pretty much all of the racing surface you could possibly use for the Roval, which included that intersection between four and five and then that section between seven and eight. Oh, they, now, they used they used both of those sections. They last used year. both of those sections last year. So that that was kind of you know the, the the talk and like you know why why are we not using that? Yeah. Well, the section between seven and eight is where it's really challenging. That because when you get through that section, you come back onto the oval at turn eight. It's a very slow corner, not yeah. as slow as what it was in 2019, yeah. but very slow. So it's it's a little you know. Some of the faster categories don't like that where, you know, say a, a, a CIK 206, but that's going 60 miles an hour. It, it's a good corner for them. Yeah. Um, so they eliminated both of those gray sections that you see there. And so now you're what you're getting is is what is essentially the NASCAR Roval without the backstretch chicane. So that's what you're getting this year. Now, it's something brand new, you know, something new, which is 
again, something you want to see. You want to see a little bit of change up here and there to uh, to kind of keep things spicy. Yeah, I like keep it. things. You know, keep drivers on the on the up and up. And so, so so they'll do the NASCAR track layout, which will obviously be probably more you know one of the quicker layouts that they'll be on all year. Uh, but again, you still have some elevation because if you if you've been there between the turns five, six, seven, and going over to eight, there's a little bit of elevation there. And so it's it's not it's not flat. It's not like what we get at say Gateway or or other uh, Rovals that you've that possibly been to say Daytona. Yeah, you know Daytona has no elevation whatsoever at so, all. Yeah. So so this aside from the banking, uh, so this this will be you know again a Na- the NASCAR layout. So they'll try this out and then you know maybe take some feedback and see you know maybe if they can add that section between turns four and five. Um, that might be the ultimate solution because that, that, that again has a little bit of elevation and gives you a little bit of a technical section to, to go through rather than just the chicane you have on the front stretch. I know that when we did the, uh, the show, the face-to-face show with, um, uh, Mike Tetro and Kevin Williams and WK, that, that was kind of something that, that I think Kevin might've dropped. Hey, maybe we look at having a, an extra part for the 206 classes or whatever it may be adding that, you know, that, that more technical part in whether it was between four and five or between seven and eight, it's a possibility of always having a couple of different layouts for the different, different series as well. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit tougher to do in week in the weekend, uh, you know, cause you have certain, obviously they're split up into race groups. Yeah. Exactly. So yes. There are some slower race groups, but there are also some race groups that have really fast and really slow carts. So so it's very tough to do, I think, in weekend. So again, I think this is something they'll get through this this event, use the NASCAR layout, and and see you know reevaluate it again for twenty twenty two. Yeah, all right. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay with the Charlotte Carding Challenge for this particular section of this edition uh, of this weekend carding because David, we're gonna transition a little bit over to the Manufacturers Cup. Before we do that, let's let's drop this because I I didn't bring this up yet. Uh, I don't know if you did either. I don't think you did when I was kind of tuning in there. Uh, we're actually gonna be there. I said you're gonna be there covering it. This is not what we normally do. Normally, when we do an EKN Trackside Live program, our, our Cooper Tires program, we're covering a sprint race. This is different because we're having some conversations how you're going to do it. You'll be at Charlotte, but your focus is going to be on road racing. You're there to cover the Vega Road Racing National Series, which I think is something we've never done. It's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, we never really have focused on the entire event. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the early days, I did some regional reporting with the, uh, the ski, uh, for F one twenty five laydown program. So that actually visited some of the WK national road racing series programs, but, uh, or events. So yeah, this one, you know, especially Saturday and Sunday, that'll be our focus, uh, on, on promoting the events, obviously Friday practice, just like on a sprint track, it's a little bit boring, not much to cover. So, um, you know, maybe we'll bounce over to the sprint track, do a couple of videos over there, but we'll, we'll do some, some interviews and, and photos and stuff like that through the paddock in the road racing program on Friday as well, too. I'm hearing potential rumors that you might be bringing your helmet and suit with you to Charlotte. Well, with all the audio stuff, not going, I have that extra baggage, uh, free baggage. So, um, there, there is going to be a bag that includes a suit, helmet, <laughs> shoes, I, the only thing I need maybe is a rib vest because I haven't, you know, depending on what I race, but, uh, you know, there, we're going to see what, uh, what can happen. We've already gotten one offer on the road racing side of things. So, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, other things. We well, haven't confirmed anything yet. There's one thing you did, you mentioned you didn't put in your bag and that was talent. So you may want to give a, you may want to oh. give a call to our fellow, our buddy there down in Holland, Michigan, Mark Miller to see if he can't borrow a little bit of his road racing talent for you, because that's something you don't ever bring in your bag with you. Wow. Um, Anytime you want to go road, ra- road racing, that's something yeah, we no, haven't listen, done. Dude, I've road raced one time. So, it, but. you know, I have plenty of experience, plenty of success road racing compared to my, you. You would kick my ass. You would. I mean, anybody can do it. Anybody but can here, kick your ass. Here's the anybody can road race. Here's the difference. I, w- I would race a laydown and you would. Good point. I, you know, if, if I got into a certain point where there was enough peer pressure, maybe, <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's a little, I know. it's still just not my thing. All right. So let's, let's, so that's what's happening, folks. EKN is going to be doing some deep dive coverage into road racing, which I know David's super excited about. He knows a lot of people there. Of course, I know a lot of those guys over there as well. And it's just, it's a cool community that we really haven't got a chance to focus on. And that's what's happening for this year's coverage. 
which I'm, I'm excited to see what you do, David. I look forward to following it. I think I, I may have that weekend off, actually. I think it's between. No, it's the same weekend as Barber Motorsports Park, isn't it? Nope. Uh, Opening round of the IndyCar Series on the road to Indy. Is it, is it Barber or is it the weekend after Barber? No, I think it's that weekend because the weekend after Barber is St. Petersburg. I think, I think I'll be in, okay. in Alabama that weekend. Another gotcha. great road, road course track. Uh, we'll talk about the Manufacturers Cup component then of the Charlotte Karting Program because a bunch of, a bunch of updates, David. Not, not only the track, which, God, look how gorgeous that looks. David, wasn't it like just a couple of years ago that we were lamenting the fact that there was this great track in Charlotte if somebody would just you know step up and invest some money in it and look at that thing now? God, that yeah, gives, it was, me, it gives me goosebumps. It, it was 2019 when I was there for the WK race that was happening on yeah. the Roval part of it. Yes. So I walk, I did a video walk in the track, kind of showing the conditions of everything and where everything went because they had if you look there uh, in turns uh, one and two there by that big circle, by the uh, roundabout, uh, that was a sinkhole. That's the reason why we lost the sprint track. It became a sinkhole. Um, they had to obviously just repave that whole area uh, where you see a lot of that pavement. It was all redone. So essentially the racetrack was gone. I mean, the layout was still there, but certain portions of the track was actually just rocks for, for setting a pathway. So the grass wouldn't grow. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, just going from, yeah, April of 2020 to what it is or to what it is now, almost, amazing. you know, just under a year is amazing. So, okay. So folks, the manufacturer's cup component of the Charlotte carding challenge, April, the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, Thursday, optional pra practice, Friday, day one, Saturday, day two, Sunday, day three, uh, some updates, David, though, they decided to change a little bit in terms of which categories run on which days. Yeah, a little bit of shakeup from uh, what was done at Daytona. A very similar format, though, with the majority of the categories racing one day. There's certain categories that are going to race two days or there's certain categories that are racing over two days, which is one final after two days of competition. So uh, you look at the 206 Senior, 206 Junior and Ignite Junior now have two separate days of racing. Uh, that will be taking place over three days of racing. They have uh, the Kid Cart Comer are on day one, where now they have introduced a Kid Cart Briggs for day three. So that provides Kid Carters with the opportunity of racing more than once on the weekend. Uh, 206 Cadet has been moved to day two, with Mini Swift moving to day three. So just uh, those are some of the highlights on on the uh, on the movement of the race schedule. Obviously, everything is up on the WorldCarding.com. Uh, website where you can find the actual daily schedules and and where your categories are going to run on the uh, three days of racing. Yeah, it's some cash up for grabs as well for F100 Junior and Senior, $1,000 for the winner, two fifty for second, and a set of Vega tires for third. And David, the, the 206 Senior and 206 Juniors, initially $500 to win from the WKA, but that's been pumped up a little bit from the help of Briggs and Stratton. Yeah, Briggs and Stratton stepped in after uh, they announced the uh, the prize package for the weekend and decided to double it for the uh, 206 Senior and 206 Junior categories, adding $500 to each category, making it $1,000 to win in either the 206 Senior category or 206 Junior division. So Yeah, it's, it's just going to be a fantastic event. Again, again, this Charlotte Karting Challenge, kind of a throwback to the late 90s North American Karting Championships that used to be held at Charlotte Motor Speedway with a, a massive uh, road course event, a national road course event. Of course, the actual North American Karting Championships were on the, uh, the sprint track, and that was uh, FIA Super A, Formula A, Junior Intercontinental A, and uh, other categories were involved. Formula Y was involved for a while. Some pretty damn big names came and ran there. Jensen yeah. Button, uh, keep going through. Alonso, Raikkonen. I was going to say Alonso, yeah. Raikkonen, Raikkonen. Uh, I believe uh, uh, Jensen Button. I didn't, yeah, I didn't Button was there. Um, yeah, Button was there. The Formula C World Championships were actually held there as well, too. That was, I believe, in 98. Yeah. So, uh uh, that was the same. I think that was the same weekend that Giebler won the FA category. Might have uh, been, if I yeah. Recall. It, it so, been, yeah. Beigio, no. I know Beggio won the FC race. Yeah. So you had uh, like Michael Valiante, Alan Rudolph, Darren uh, Elliott, other, Darren yeah. Elliott, a couple yeah. other. Curtis, Curtis Cooksey Curtis was uh, Cooksey. among the competitors yeah. in that from Acceleration. Kimball Williams. So, uh, yeah, Kimball Williams. Kimble so Williams. a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of history is on that on that sprint track. And again, when when I was there. 
now almost uh, two years ago, it was like, man, why do we not have this going? You know, even when GoPro was was built, it's like, man, we we still have this racetrack over there. Why aren't you know, especially with the World Karting Association headquarters on the backstretch of the Charlotte Motor Speedway? It's like, why are we not using it? So, I, you know, thankfully they're able to get the right people in the right position places to uh, to make it happen and, yeah. and now with the with the summer series program they have coming up for for that racetrack so essentially one race a month yeah. uh, at that facility it's going to help you know in, intensify uh people wanting to to go and be part of that racetrack and the reason why i brought up the north american karting championships is not only was it the big track and the sprint track with the the fia races uh there also was a dirt track component there as well and then there had, yeah there was a dirt track component then they used to run the Brixton Stratton in the front straightaway. They just did a race similar to that earlier. Uh, a lot of great races. Essentially, everything the WKA did was at that facility. And this particular race in Charlotte this weekend in April, they'll be running on the Charlotte dirt track as well uh, for, the, for the dirt component of the WKA program. So just all in all, a fantastic weekend. David, you're going to be down there focusing on road racing, but hopefully, as I said, get a chance to get behind the wheel. Maybe sliding over to the dirt track a little bit one night just to have a look at that. That's yeah, that's the one thing I missed out in 2019 when I was there. I didn't get, I wasn't able to get over to the dirt track because it was at the dirt track for the first time there. Uh, you know, heard rave reviews about it, and so uh, yeah, it. You know, the this time I'm definitely gonna make my way there. How's the game going, by the way? What's that? <laughs> How's the game going? Uh, Ohio State's losing by three, so I'm liking it right well, now. You're liking that a lot. I'm liking. I'm an Oral Roberts fan right now. Oh, can you imagine what would what would uh, Kugler, Sean, what would Kugler, Kugler and Bailiff would have to like cuddle each other? You oh, know, they'd just be, like, they'd, be, oh. they'd be rocking back and forth. Yes. Like, oh, I can't talk. No, I can't talk because we still have to play tomorrow. That's true. Don't start. Don't start the bad the bad mojo yet, David. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, another break of the action, folks. We're gonna come back and talk about uh, a couple of drivers moving to new teams. Stay with us. More to come here on this week in Kearney. You want the best, you just gotta roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick Cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilland decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilland was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Welcome back to this next segment here on This Week in Karting, both on YouTube and on all of the Karting News podcast channels and the EKN Radio Network. David, a couple of uh, young drivers that we've actually been watching for the last couple of years uh, moving to new teams, and both these drivers are uh, very talented uh, competitors. We'll start off with the move by Paul Bocuse. 
uh, a junior driver we've watched over the last couple of years. He's making the move to Parallel USA, third season in the junior ranks, and he's uh, really starting to step things up here in 2021, able to score a victory at the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, I believe, uh, did he did he get a win at the at the Florida Winter Tour? I want to say that he did. Uh, was that his debut or was that, no, that was, that was before his debut. So, uh, the, his debut was at the USBKS event, uh, last weekend. So but he the did win, win. The, the wins there for Paul, but yeah, yes, so for Paul. Know. Yes. He has a Scusa winter series victory as well as a Florida winter tour. Uh, I believe two victories there in the hundred CC category. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he has victories early on already this, this year. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, you know, adding uh, what he did last weekend, he's got three wins in di- three different programs. Yeah. So USPKS Southern Grand Prix, David, you were down there uh, eighth place in the first race with the hard charger. So that, there's a good honor there coming from deep in the field and then comes back on Sunday with a win. That's a pretty solid debut on the parallel material for Paul. Yeah, fortieth to eighth was the uh, wow. was the drive that uh, he did. Uh, obviously, as we talked about in our debrief, a little bit, um, he uh, came from last after a prefrontal wreck, took him out along with a number of other drivers, and was able to drive his way forward with fast laps of the race to the eighth position, and then again turn that speed over on Sunday into uh, a victory and uh, a dominant victory at that as he went uh, wire to wire for the win. Yeah, another young driver that we've uh, had a chance to, to watch progress over the last number of years, actually moving into senior this year. And what a, what a rookie crop it is this year for senior drivers. Out of the gate, super strong. We saw what Connor Zilich has been doing. But the driver we're talking about right now, John Burke, moving from the Texan, moving into the PSL camp on the Borella Art Machinery. As I said, David, first year uh, in the rookie, in the other in the senior category. What were your thoughts of him making that debut at the US, USPKS event? Yeah, he certainly showed speed in his first weekend. I talked to him. He said, no, this is my first weekend on on the chassis. So no testing prior to the weekend. Obviously, Ocala is a little bit of a different racetrack where there is only eight corners. You got to learn it quick, though, and there's not room for uh, very any mistakes. Uh, Unfortunately, was involved in a wreck on Saturday, so it took him out of the race early. But he certainly showed speed throughout the weekend, was hovering around that top 10 position uh, throughout much of the weekend and was able to finally come through on Sunday to, uh, to a ninth position, uh, in the main event. So, uh, a good, uh, opening weekend for him, uh, with the PSL tent. Uh, again, he was the only senior driver under the tent. Uh, they also had, um, Jake French there in the K 100 junior or senior division. So, uh, so it was kind of, you know, those two working off of each other, you know, different tires, you know, obviously K is on the harder tire and, and the, uh, the X 30 pros are on the, the yellow, the yellow MGs. So, uh, so a little bit, a little different on that, but, you know, thankfully they're able, you know, Jake has a good experience with, with a lot of the, uh, the X 30 stuff. So able to bounce back some information together and, and, uh, we'll see, uh, what the future holds for Burke as he's going to do, uh, you know, the, the winter nationals next weekend. I was going to say the immediate future for both these drivers will be this week, this weekend at the Florida winter <clears throat> tour finale at Ocala. And mm-hmm. then next weekend at the, uh, the winter nationals at NOLA. So again, two really strong races back to back for both these drivers. Yeah. We'll, we'll, and again, we'll see how it, how it unfolds. You know, NOLA is a little bit more of a technical racetrack, a lot more corners. So we'll be, we'll, we'll be able to kind of gauge uh, where he's, you know, gotten that, uh, that quick grasp of, of the team and the chassis and everything that goes with it. So, yeah, but before we cut to our final break on this edition of This Weekend Karting, a, a sad note here. Uh, we've, we've lost a couple uh, of, I want to say, I guess, our pioneer members of the sport, guys that, uh, and, and ladies that have been with the sport uh, forever and, and have been big parts of it, and putting a lot of time into it. Number one uh, was John Motley, uh, the Supercarts USA National Tech Director. We, John passed earlier this month at the age of 81 and was a guy uh, that I, I, over my 20-plus years in the U.S. I've had a chance to know from his time at, with his own shop, race card engineering. I remember he had a couple drivers, uh, Jason Bowles and David May, who used to race for him in the ADCC categories. He was an aero dealer for a while, uh, was an engine builder for many years, won a lot of grand nationals and championships with his engines. But also then David, over the last couple of years, really has been with Supercarts USA and the Pro Car Challenge since Tom and Patty started PKC back in 2004. So we're talking 16 years with the organization and he passed recently. And of course, you know, David, you and I've had some fun joking around with John, just a, just a great guy to have in the paddock, of course. 
Yeah, uh, I actually shared a room with him one time. Uh, he came and I think did tech for USPKS during okay. the early years of that. So, uh, but yeah, every Scusa race we went to, there was John uh, in the tech barn. Yeah. Uh, typically, after the race weekend was over, we saw him with a, a glass of wine. We talked wine um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. did love his wine there, living in in California. So uh, that was, you know, it was motorsports and I think wine. That was kind of our our conversations with John. Okay. But uh, he, as you said, he was he was the focal point of the technical side of things regarding Supercarts USA for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, was that person, you know, was, was the authority on that, um, you know, as his health got worse, obviously he had to step down and kind of step away from, from that role. And, and uh, you know, you know, we've heard, you know, a number of people went to see him in, in the, uh, in the last few months. So, so, you know, we, we, you know, we wish him and his family the best, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, tough situation when you see somebody like that pass on. So. Indeed. I, uh, I've been in touch with uh, John's daughter, Kelly, quite a bit. I have a, a memorial piece that I've, I'm putting the final touches on that we'll have on ecardinews.com. She sent me a bunch of pictures. This guy loved his trivia and he loved practical <laughs> jokes. And every every shot, he's smiling like a Cheshire cat from ear to ear. So again, uh, we're sad to say that we've lost John Motley. And then if you look at carding on, on a whole I think one of the most legendary members, and I'm talking about Ladybug Faye Pearson, uh, again, the groundbreaking woman in, in the sport of karting, of course, part of the the, the whole bug team and, and K&P, um, just a, a tremendous uh, family. And, and David, I'll tell you this, it was a joy for me a couple of years ago. Um, I trekked up when I was in California to the uh, the Vintage Winter Nationals at Riverside, and, and Faye was there. I got a chance to meet her pose for a picture. I have video of her at 90 something years of age, bolting around that racetrack uh, in another one of the carts that she ran when she was younger. Uh, Faye passed away, but again, absolute legend in this sport. And when we talk about karting, uh, you know, being open to everybody, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. Faye was, Faye was uh, the, you know, the, the, the person that was pushing that from the very get go. Yeah, not only in the driver's side of things, but also probably on the industry side, you know, work, as you yeah. said, working with the bug chassis program and, and that's, you know, obviously where she got her nickname, yeah. uh, you know, so, um, uh, it, yeah, uh, probably, yeah. One of the pioneer female, uh, persons that we've had in our sport, when you look at her, Kathy Hartman, yeah. that's probably the next female after, after Faye. Uh, when you look at it timeline wise. So those are probably the two top female uh, people that we have had in the sport. And yeah, so uh, in, as you said, you know, that was that was the one place you could always see her was at the vintage race That's in it. February at Adams. That was yep. Yep. that was it. That was like her one one race a year that she would be at and go to. And and as, as you said, even get behind the wheel and still go out and, uh, and uh, put down some laps. And what I love, David, was like just the just the reverence that everybody had for her being there. You know what I mean? Just it's, she was a legend, man. It's amazing. And and again, uh, our, our condolences to, to the the entire family there as well. I know I was in touch with with the family a little bit uh, earlier. I plan on trying to do an article on on Faye. It's something we should still do because that's a historic uh, legend, a tale that we need to tell more about her entire involvement in the sport of karting for sure. Uh, folks, stick with us. One more break. We'll come back. We'll fill you in a little more of what's been going on uh, on eCardingNews.com and kind of give you an update there. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Carding offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteCarding.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Carding is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteCarding.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. 
Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. History. Success. Family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to this episode of This Weekend Carding here on YouTube and on the EKN Radio Network and all of our podcast channels. Uh, David, let's wrap things up as we normally do, kind of have a look through here. Oh, you got something Quick. to say? Yeah. Go. We, we just did the commercial with Margay and Comet. Yes. So, you know, we talked about it in our YouTube section and obviously yeah. the commercial played on podcasts. Funny story, the Bobby Levante podcast that he just did with Dale Jr. talks about him carding. He used to race back in the day on a Margay. And now, and then also he's done a comment. He used to race against Dismore back in the day. So kind of, I kind of weird that I just saw that on social That's media, awesome. I think this morning <laughs> and, and we paired those two commercials together and he's raced both of them. So Bobby Labonte, former Carter. Yeah. I will say this, this is the cool thing. Uh, when we started Shifter Card Illustrator back in 1998, you know, as subscriptions came in, we would literally look at the subscriptions because, you know, we were, they were getting four or five a day, whatever it was. And some of them came in and you, people would like, Bobby Labonte was one of our subscribers to Shifter Card Illustrated. And that for me, it was like, oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah, she sent me a check. This is amazing. <laughs> Price Cobb was another one. There was a number of guys that, that were subscribers, but yeah. Ricky awesome. Rudd, we had on the cover. Yes. Well, with, on Supercard Illustrated. With Polly Haraka. Yeah. That's right. All right, David, as we do in this final segment here on this particular podcast and the show, we kind of go through everything that's been going on, uh, kicking a lot of uh, editorial on eCardingNews.com, beginning uh, with a bunch of race reports. Uh, you were down at the Homestead for the second round, the final rounds of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got a lot of race coverage over the last since our last show. As I said, that's where I've technically been every other weekend. Uh, got to go down to Homestead for the first time and take in the uh, Scusa Winter Series finale at the uh, AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. So it was a good race weekend that time. That that uh, that uh, mid February weekend. Uh, two weeks after that, got to go to uh, out west to Cal Speed and join the Challenge of the Americas for their second event of the 2021 season. Uh, good weekend. No rain that weekend. No ambulances. So overall, a great weekend uh, at Cal Speed. Uh, the weekend after that, we uh, we were able to write up a little race report on the uh, the Cup Carts North America Spring Nationals at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. So all what, 300 entries got to take part in at the uh, at the Charlotte Motor Speedway uh, cart track that we continue to talk about. And so all, a lot of these racers had never been there. There were some that had used to race there back in the day, such as like a Brandon Atkins or or those who race with the man cup or, yeah. or even the gold cup back in the days, uh, with WKA. So, yep. so that was really cool to see, uh, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of end February and, and begin the, begin this, the uh, month, month of March. Uh, cool thing about the CKNA grand nationals or, or the spring nationals for me is for, if you're an East coast four cycle guy and you're, you're, you're willing to travel a little bit, we've got these two bookend events, S- start the season off in March at Charlotte, 300 plus will end off the season probably 350 or more this year Oof. for the grand nationals it's going to be I just it's a good time to be a four cycle racer right now once right? that border opens yeah there's the, yeah, the numbers are, the numbers are gonna uh skyrocket at at the uh at the grand nationals so that that should be a good weekend for sure so david you rolled down to the uh the uspks race we've talked about that already with a couple of the segments you, you filed a report down there as you always do but you also wrote a pretty good piece a behind the laptop piece uh regarding just what the last year has been like 
Yeah, the pandemic year. That was the title of my behind the laptop article. I I, I kind of pinpointed it Saturday morning because that was the year anniversary of us being, or at least us, I say the Carter community in NOLA Motorsports uh, for what was the 2020 uh, Pro Tour Winter Nationals. And that's when the pandemic kind of hit us. It became a reality. It became uh, something that uh, we thought was going to be over in a couple of weeks and ended up uh, continuing yeah. for a full year. Uh, but just just to kind of, you know, because obviously during this whole year, we've kind of looked at the negativity of the pandemic. And I, mine was kind of a more of a, a positive look in how our sport over that last year really came together. There wasn't 100%. that negativity yeah. that you see on social media or our, what used to be on our forums back in the old days. It was, <laughs> it was everybody just wanting to get out and go race and, or just be at the racetrack or just be part of the sport because it, it was, it's kind of been the year of what is going to happen, you know, that unknowing feeling. And so I think that really helped our sport because people just went, they just went to a race like we got to go like let's go and let's go race and let's go experience and again yeah and it's continued and it's kind of helped you know the industry out because people are buying cards people are buying engines people are are getting supplies and going to the races and spending money going to the races on things they need and it's just been i think really a positive thing for our sport and my hope is is that momentum carries over into the the 2021 season i think we're already seeing that with the record numbers that we're showing uh, like we said, Cup Carts, North America Spring Nationals had amazing turnout. USPKS is that amazing turnout. Uh, Winter Series, you know, aside from the shifter categories, it had big turnouts. Challenge America's record turnouts. So yeah, it's it's a positive time for our sport, and we just need to continue that. We don't need to be negative and nitpick about a lot of different things. Just just continue the positivity. Keep remembering the fact that we are lucky to be able to race and we're not locked at home in our in our houses. Like when we're able to get outside and, <clears throat> and breathe fresh air and smell that Motul in the morning. And and, th- and that's it because you look at all the high school sports that have been battling, you, you know, day after day, especially right now, you know, going to March Madness for high school basketball. You know, there are schools that are having to cancel their tournament, their, their team's tournament because of a COVID uh, situation, whether it be somebody gets has COVID or the whole quarantine about uh, a close contact. So it's just, at least with our, yeah, you're right. Our sport, we can get outside and be able to do it. And I think that's, that's helping people realize, Oh, racing's fun. Let's go do this. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. All right. So Dave, let's have a look at our podcast review for what we've had over the last couple of weeks. Uh, as everyone knows, any kind of content we have, whether it's our initial shows on the Ken radio network or here again on, on our YouTube channel, we turn the YouTube shows into podcasts as well. So if you're a podcast person and you like to maybe listen to us on your drive home from work or to work in the morning, whatever it may be, or you're wrenched on the go-kart out in the shop and you want to listen to a podcast while you're doing it, everything we do content wise, gets turned into a podcast david you've got what eight of them here to essentially go through podcasts that are now available yeah it's been uh it's been a busy what six weeks since uh our last this week in carding which is on february 10th so that's available for download along with our debrief from the excuse uh, a winter series event uh we had you did a couple face-to-face uh you did a uh excuse a winter series champions one i believe we we're both on it maybe I think we were both on it. I think we're on that uh, one. Yeah. That was when we welcomed Ryan Norberg and Chase Hand from uh, Rolleston Performance Group. They joined us to uh, kind of talk about the championships that they earned there. Um, our other face to face that was uh, recent was the Sean Bailiff uh, interview that you did with, yeah, that was with uh, the Trinity Carding Group owner. Uh, so was able to uh, to kind of get a lowdown on on his program for the 2021 season, along with what's happening at Motorsports uh, Country Club in Cincinnati. And their pro am karting championship program. Yeah, lots going on there. Races there. Lots going on there. Fun. Um, of course, our outlap and debrief from Challenging America is at Cal Speed. Uh, now available now is our outlap uh, from the USPKS Southern Grand Prix at Ocala. And then, as you did, uh, I believe, what on the Thursday, March 11th, you did a face to face with Kevin Williams and Mike Tetro of yeah. WK. Yeah, we're cranking out lots. I, I want to say when it's all said and done this quarter, we're going to get about 22 shows out, I think, when we're all said and done. So a lot of content coming out uh, on eCardi News. Coming up, though, David, on the ECAN radio network, you're wheeling and dealing stuff on ECAN. We've been using the radio network to get a lot of the shows and a lot of our live shows again as well, but we're also putting the live shows. We'll talk about this afterwards, putting our live 
the main events of all of our ECAN Trackside Live events onto YouTube as well. So they're accessible on YouTube whenever you want them. But fill us in right now what's going on in the ECAN radio network. We had our debrief play on Wednesday and Thursday. We taped it on Tuesday, so that played on the radio. That'll be available for podcast on Monday. We'll make it a Monday now since we're taping this right now, and I got to get to uh, my NCAA party later. <laughs> it's only 4.38 right now. You're good. Everything started at noon. I, you're lucky I'm even in the office because I thought about taking a half day, but my brother had to work. So. You didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that, that'll be available. That played today. Playing right now is our live coverage from the uh, United States Pro Kart Series at Ocala with uh, Tim Coyan on the mic. So you get all the Saturday main events and all the Sunday main events. That's playing now and all weekend long. So that's available on the radio network, and it will make this show available on Monday. So, again, if you like to do audio stuff, uh, the ECAN radio network is what you should download. It plays 24-7 and uh, all karting-related content. That's it. And again, as I said, something new that uh, David's been working on is taking our uh, main events from our EK and Trackside Live presented by Cooper Tires events, taking those main events, putting them into an audio format, and then having them available on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, we'll push out something on, on the email blast, the EK Nation email, email blast about it, but you can look and search for it on our YouTube channel as well. If you're looking for the main events of races, maybe you want to listen to a particular race, whatever it may be, you can go through there and actually work your way through, which is great. Uh, David, let's talk about what's coming up. Let's cap off this show right now. What's coming up on eCardiNews.com. We've got a couple of live events coming. Trackside Live. Trackside, not Trackside Live. Um, March 26th, 27th, 28th. Uh, they did it to us again. <laughs> two races, two major events on the same weekend. One East Coast, one West Coast. You're going to be there for the finale of the Challenge of the Americas out in Sonoma with Andy Saisman and the crew. I'll be trackside at the Supercar USA Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports. Essentially, two live streams, full live coverage events. You and I, we like it when we're together. We can work together, but you and I are both going to be busting our tails on either side of the country. Well, yeah, that's all I've been doing for the last two and a half months. You know, since, my life. Since, you're, <laughs> since you're up in Canada, there. Uh, eh? uh, so. Yeah, you you have to suffer because you got to go down to NOLA all by yourself and kind of do what you did uh, at the opening round for the Scusa Winter Series. So I'll be doing what I normally do when I head out to uh, to Sonoma for the uh, Challenge of the Americas weekend, uh, get to enjoy wine country, as Tim Chappie would call it, yeah. uh, and uh, get, get to see the, uh, the series end, decide the different uh, championships in the 10 categories that are there. Uh, while you get to see things get started in what will yeah. be the, what, 12th season of the Pro Tour? I guess 2010 was the first one, right? Yeah, so the yeah. 12th, 12th season of the Pro Tour. I can't believe it's been that long. It's going to be a good deal, though. I think it's going to be fun. It sounds like there's enough excitement in shifter karting that we could have a decent, a, a strong shifter kart program. This is my second event I missed in the 12 years because I missed Shano. <clears throat> when they had the summer nationals up there, yeah. uh, I was at the Rotex grand nationals at Newcastle. Yep. Uh, so this will be uh, number two that I will miss. Well, and the crazy thing about the COVID deal, I now have not really missed an event. Yeah, I was, you have it. I was going to miss that one. So I've never yeah. missed a supercar USA pro tour full event. Uh, it didn't happen. Of course, Noah last year. So I'm, my streak still goes. So I'm, I'll be there for that event. So uh, yeah, it helps to be the announcer, right? It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we talked about you trackside. You're going to be trackside on April 15th to the 18th at Charlotte Motor Speedway for that WK event. Our focus on the road racing program. David, hopefully going to try to potentially get behind the wheel in a couple of different categories. We'll see how that plays out. Otherwise, David, away we go. Lots more stuff coming. But this particular week coming up, it's going to be all about the weekend events. I'm sure that there's news coming. It'll be on the website. It'll be on another edition of This Week in Karting. But you and I really... Uh, come Monday morning when we cap off this weekend, we are uh, focused down a couple of, because we have to do two outlap shows, prep previews for the uh, the weekend events. You and I both uh, in the air on Thursday. Yeah, in the air on Thursday. Come home on Monday. Well, I'll come home on Monday. You'll go to your uh, your USA home That's on it. Monday. And uh, we'll hammer out a couple of debriefs. So we'll get all uh, the lowdown and breakdown of uh, both events. And then, uh, I'm, then I'll be gone. Uh, you won't be able to reach me for about 10 days. What's a vacation? It is a vacation. So, um, <laughs> a well-deserved vacation. Well-deserved, uh, well-deserved, sir. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long year. You know, you, yeah. you kind of, you kind of relax a little bit when you get to play golf out there in California. I think so. I played golf like three times last year total, maybe it's, four. It, 
it's more than what I probably, well, yeah. actually I did more play more cause of COVID, but, but yeah, so, so probably when we get back, we'll probably be able to do with this week in carding. When I get back from that, we'll be able to do it this week in carding, unless you do one on your own, that's up to you. Cause again, that week is, uh, is all on you. Yeah, it's well, all on you. Now I'll have, I'll have the content ready to go on the website, but, uh, anything that we do social wise or video wise or anything like that, it's going to be all you big it's man. It's going to be all me. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah, it's not like I'm busy during that month with well, road, road to Indy spring training, road to Indy IndyCar at Barber, road to Indy IndyCar at St. Petersburg. No, I'm good, Dave. I got this. I, you know, see, I must have had the Barber weekend down wrong. So it's the 16th through the 18th. They moved it back. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was going to be. It was going to be the second weekend. They moved it to the third weekend. So it's back to back now. With same makes weekend. sense now. See, I then thought I got you two were, weekends off. I so yeah. So okay, you you do have two weekends off. Somewhere I get two well, weekends you, off, yeah. and then I, in, my, in May, then I have four in a row. Yeah. I've got IndyCar road course in Indianapolis, Scusa. Uh, then we go to Scusa Spring Nationals, dude. We go to Utah. After that, yeah, right? Utah in between your GP and five hundred, five hundred, yeah. and then yeah. Detroit. I think no. Then the weekend after that is uh, Quincy. Yes, which... Quincy or the Kalo Nationals. Both yeah. both of those on the same weekend. So yeah. and you, can either, weekend you can either off. go to Ohio or you can go to Quincy. So I may need to yeah. take the weekend off, otherwise yeah. I'd be seven weekends in a row. <laughs> I might die. Uh, well, folks, that wraps things up. It's Friday. It's uh, four forty-four. I've kept David well past his. Uh, I got to get out of here because it's Ma- March Madness time. Five yeah, minutes we, left on the clock. We, I'm watching. We've all been. I could hang out here for twelve more minutes if you want. I'm. T- it's it's tight game. Ohio State finally came back. So uh, right. yeah, it's tight game. So the next five minutes are going to be tight. We're going to let David go, folks, because he's <laughs> losing his mind right now. He's got to watch his games. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Those of you who tuned in live, we'll of course share this out so people can watch it at any time. The beauty of YouTube, you can always come back and watch the shows later. Do us a favor, share it out to everybody so they know how uh, how to uh, tune in here. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining us. Another This Week in Carding brought to you by AMAX Racing. Shout out to them. Thank you so much, folks. We're going to wrap things up. On behalf of David Cole, I'm Rob Howden. Book it.